Welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I am your secret keeper and confidant, Lauren White. I'm a qualified counsellor and sexologist, madam of a secret society, author of Permission, and a witty, highly intuitive lounge room dancing introvert. I help you as an exceptional woman in entrepreneurship to see, love, and trust all the parts of yourself, especially the unseen. Let's pull back the curtain, light the candelabra, and remove the mask. These are the secrets women keep. Hello, and welcome to the Secrets Women Keep podcast. I'm your host and confidant, Lauren White, and in today's solo episode, we're going to be talking all about the secrets of loneliness. Oof, do any of us actually ever admit that we're lonely? Or do most of us walk around feeling lonely and then seeing everyone else so connected and we're the only ones experiencing loneliness, so then we self-isolate and then makes the shame of it worse, and then we don't say anything, and then we feel more lonely, and... Yeah, I'm willing to bet on the latter. Why am I willing to bet on the latter? Because that's been my experience of loneliness. I always think that I'm the only one that's going through it and I make it mean that it says some story about me and how I'm faulty and how if anyone ever knew that I was lonely, then it would say that these relationships aren't in a good state right now or things aren't going well with my husband or you get the picture. It Loneliness is shrouded in shame and it's still extremely taboo. Interestingly enough, there are more conversations and even research being done around loneliness. We are in a time where interest is growing as to how we actually break through some of the riddles of loneliness. Because we know now that it is as damaging to your health as smoking 40 cigarettes a day. That's right. Being and feeling lonely is as dangerous to your health and has the same mortality rates as if you smoke 40 cigarettes a day. It actually affects you on a physiological level. It actually affects your heart and your degree of health and your sense of well-being and your sense of connectedness. That's the key there. If you're not feeling connected, if you don't feel like you have community, you're more at an increased risk of feeling lonely. We don't want that anymore. What I've learned about loneliness is that it wants your attention, and I'm going to share with you in today's episode a little bit about my story, my liaisons with loneliness, and five tips that you can embody, that you can take action on so that your loneliness doesn't affect your health and well-being as though you were smoking 40 cigarettes a day. No one in this day and age should feel alone, even if we are physically isolated from other people. That's part of my mission is to make sure that women don't feel so alone in whatever you're going through. Okay, so 2020 was a shocker. Uh, (laughs) And it really, it was the year that my loneliness really peaked. It wasn't just about the pandemic. It was a time where I felt like 
all of the years that led up to it had compounded and the sense of loneliness and isolation around some of my life experiences that I hadn't given enough of a voice to kind of caught up with me. And you know, as I've shared in other episodes, I've had a bath, big bathroom stall moment, which we talk about with our guests. And I mention in all of the solo episodes and it made me realize, oh, even though I'm connected, I feel lonely. I'm still on the search for women that are looking for the same level of depth in their life experiences as I am. And That loneliness put me to work. Part of that bathroom store moment that I had in early 2020, where I felt intensely alone, bawling my eyes out, not really knowing who to turn to, fueled a lot of creativity and really got my ass into gear to create the community that I was looking for. I went, right, I can't find this community, this magical community I'm looking for. Oh, it's up to me to create it. It's up to me to facilitate it. No more hiding, no more wishing, no more wanting someone else to do the labor of making that kind of magic happen. It's all on me. And that was that loneliness that I felt was a big motivator to create a four-week program that I did in 2020 called Soft Power. And as that was coming to an end, the idea for Secret Society came through to help women connect on a longer-term basis than a four-week program. I was like, this has been great. I'm looking for even more depth. I'm looking for long-term relationships. (laughs) that came out funny. I'm looking for multiple long-term relationships. I'm looking to see women and witness women over the lifespan, essentially, or a a chapter of their lives to see how they evolve and how they shape shift and how they grow. And in turn, to be seen as well, to be seen as I shapeshift and as I evolve and as I grow and to share that growth with them so that they can keep growing and have that symbiotic relationship. So my loneliness got put to work and I'm really, really cognizant of the fact that not everyone is going to feel that motivated and that's okay. You don't have to go out and create a group. One of my big tips would be to join a group though, to just to be in a community. And people have reached out to me on Instagram saying, I don't have any connections besides my therapist or besides this significant person in my life. And what I'd say to that is with the online world, you can connect whatever your problem in life is. There is an online group to help you to connect whether you identify as an introvert, whether you identify as gay, whether you identify as trans, whether you identify as having bipolar affective disorder, whether whatever, whatever you love, whatever your hobbies are, anything at all, anything at all, there is a group to support you and, and give you advice and share wisdom. There is always something out there and it's a wonderful place to start with loneliness. And loneliness can strike even when you look like a connected person or you do have a lot of genuine connections. And that's something that's happened to me. I'm a very connected person. I can still fall prey to loneliness though, 
especially when I'm going through something that feels deep, dark, heavy, uh, feels very unique, um, or there's certain nuances, or like I said earlier, it's just an issue that's compounded over time. I am getting much better though at knowing which resources I can access and which people I can turn to with specific concerns. So that is definitely improving. Doesn't mean I won't feel lonely again. I will. I've got no doubt about it. And that's okay. It's a it's a rich life experience that wants my attention as I'll share with you in just a moment. So the first thing about your loneliness is that it wants your attention. Loneliness wants your attention. Just surrender to it. The more that you try to busy yourself and cover up your loneliness, not actually feel activated by it and channel it and process it, but just simply cover it up, whether it be with um, whether it be with shopping or alcohol or um, sex or any sort of activity that isn't actually addressing the root problem, it will continue to prevail and those activities can just make you feel even more isolated once the dopamine has started to leave your system. So don't ignore your loneliness. Once your attention, surrender to it, shower it with attention. Say the scary thing out loud. Say, I feel lonely or I feel fucking lonely. Just say it out loud to yourself and notice what the charge of it is when you say those words. What's the charge? Does it make you feel more lonely when you say it? Does it make you feel less lonely? Does loneliness still feel all encompassing? Does it feel like you've released something when you say it? This is just pure experimentation. I'm a big fan of sound and saying things out loud for the release that it provides us with. It's just something rather than nothing at all than sticking with the bottle. I'm going to bottle it all up approach, which never, ever, 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 ever works. Bottling up never works. (laughs) Ever, ever, ever. (laughs) So say the scary thing out loud and start to create the space to make a more responsive, less reactive decision. When you are in loneliness, you can make Either be very like deliberate, seriously deliberate with your decision making and your action taking because you're like, well, I feel a bit hopeless about this or what's the point or they're going to reject me or you're in a form of like negative anticipation or you can start to take so much action so quickly that doesn't come from an aligned place or hasn't checked in with your intentions and that cannot necessarily be for your highest good so not all action that you take when you're lonely is quality action we want quality intention based action to address your loneliness and to go to really quality sources that are going to and quality people that are going to help you to feel more connected connection is the opposite of loneliness The second thing is your loneliness is expensive, but it doesn't have to be. Your loneliness can cost you. 
you, if you are engaging in behaviors and habits that aren't really serving you, you can be spending a lot of energy, attention, mojo, money, time, all the rest of it on things that aren't actually working for you. Loneliness has a cost in every sense of the world and loneliness needs self-intimacy and that is freely available to you whenever you need it. You never have to spend a cent. You don't have to spend a lot of time or a lot of energy in going inward to yourself and self-soothing. So quick the flashy quick fixes of buying stuff that is never going to fill that void of loneliness. You don't need one more journal. Okay. I didn't actually say that. Rewind that. (laughs) We always need one more journal, (laughs) but you don't need one more crappy item that's going to collect dust in your house. It's never going to give you the connection that you're looking after. Go inward Go deep into yourself and you may just solve your own problem by sitting with your loneliness and self-soothing and touching yourself and exploring yourself and journaling the shit out of your loneliness or singing to yourself. It could be anything. Just try something that's free. And then if you still want to buy the thing, if it feels completely aligned with you, then go take that action and see how it feels. Just don't through move through life with zero awareness of what you're doing and why it will cost you dearly. Address the loneliness, meet up with quality people in low cost situations. So you're not putting lots of pressure on it and see if that starts to nudge the loneliness out a little bit. And on that note, if you feel, if you connect with someone and you feel lonelier than when you first met up with them, that is a sign that that relationship needs to finish. It's run its course. You should walk away. Should's not a word I use very often, but you should walk away from an interaction feeling filled up, feeling connected, feeling like you are completely in your body and lit up and motivated. That's the way that you should feel after you meet up with someone that you choose to have in your personal life. The third thing is your loneliness isn't the same as desperation. So feel the difference. You can feel loneliness, but not desperate. Loneliness becomes problematic, though, when it edges into desperation. And desperation is the opposite of magnetism. When you become desperate, you go, I'll take anything. I'll meet up with anyone. It, yeah, 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 whatever. Cool. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just try and fill up by doing all of these things. You aren't selective or discerning anymore. And that means that you become more vulnerable to energy vampires and people that will take advantage of you or people that will just dump dump stuff all over you or people that will treat you like a doormat. And there can be that push-pull of people doing that and then you allowing some of that to happen in those dynamics because they can sense and smell your desperation, that you're going to do anything for anyone because you just want to feel included, you just want to people please and 
You want to belong. That's at the heart of it. It's like, I feel lonely and I just want to belong. So I'll do anything. I'll, I won't check in with my heart. I won't check in with my spirit. I'll just skip straight to doing whatever this other person is asking of me or wants me to do because that's better than nothing. No, that's not always better than nothing. You can have more respect for yourself than that. You can be selective. Quality, 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 quality. So work on your energy before you put yourself out there in desperation. Do not just take whatever comes. It is not better than nothing. If your mind starts saying the words, I'll do it, it's better than doing nothing at all. That's not an aligned action that's going to work in your favor of feeling connected when you're already feeling lonely. Check in, take it slow, still take action, but really source what your intention and vibration is before you put yourself out there or you say yes to that thing. You don't have to do everything. Like I said before, it can make you feel more lonely afterwards. If it does, that's your cue that that thing isn't working. The fourth thing is your loneliness craves company you might have to pay for it. You might have to pay for the company that you keep to alleviate your loneliness. I really want to normalize this. This is not a weird thing. This is a natural exchange of energy that exists out in the world for a reason. Paying for a professional to help you get clear on yourself is the best investment you'll ever make and will save you a world of pain. You might have to pay to belong to a group, like I mentioned before. That's completely normal. You might have to pay for someone to keep you company. You might have to pay for a therapist. You might have to pay for a mentor. In fact, you will definitely have to pay for a a mentor. That's all. That is all okay and more than okay. It's completely natural. I have paid people to help me process and alleviate my loneliness. I've paid people. That is completely normal. That therapeutic relationship, that stepping into something that has more controlled outcomes than a friendship that's back and forth and tries to gain a sense of equilibrium, that is, it's perfectly normal. And it also works in your favor because it centers what you're going through. You don't have to sit there worrying about how someone else is interpreting what you're saying or passing the mic back to them. You can just sit there and say, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm processing. How do I move through this? What can I do? And to speak to the entrepreneurs out there listening, you, if you are a sole trader, I really feel you. Being a sole trader can be so lonely. Even if you see clients, even if you hold groups, you can still feel lonely in those experiences. One of the best things I ever did for my loneliness was join a mastermind. That just made me feel so much more connected because it was a problem. I finally got to share my problem and to more importantly, to start to work through my problems of what was going on in my business and to break through to the next level by 
sharing it with women who are going through the same experience and then talking to them on a personal level and making friendships through really high quality friendships through that experience and now some of them are my confidants about my work and my personal life and it's just been beautiful to be seen in that way when before my loneliness was causing me to be quite reactive and to throw spaghetti at the wall in a number of ways it's like oh that doesn't work uh who do I tell I don't know I'll just do it myself throw spaghetti at the wall slides down So a lot of you will already know that. I just want to make sure if you've dropped out of awareness with that one, come back into it, join a high level quality group and start to feel less lonely in your work so that you don't feel so lonely in your life. My experience was my loneliness in my work seeped into my loneliness in my life, even though we say create boundaries and all of that. It's pretty bloody hard when it's your own venture and you're the face of it and you're the business and the brand and the everything. So I'm not going to simplify it. I'm not going to say just create a boundary. Like this is your identity. It's wrapped up in your biz. Make sure that you channel that particular concern into a group that can hold that. And Start to kick ass in your business by not feeling so lonely and having that guide your decision making. The fifth and final piece about loneliness I want to share is that your loneliness isn't permanent as long as you don't let it be. That's the that's a really important thing. There comes a point where wallowing in loneliness is you choosing to stay in that feeling when you have other options. Loneliness should not just be your permanent, permanent state of being. If it is, there are other core issues to address, maybe around depression, maybe around trauma, maybe around uh, current relationship dynamics that are really unhealthy. There's, There's more to explore there if you feel chronically, permanently lonely and you don't ever feel relief from it. So please seek professional help if if that is you. Otherwise, loneliness is is a like a mere season or a fleeting kind of season that we can have and really has the potential to guide us into that inspired action that I mentioned earlier. When you notice that you feel lonely, if you go back through the steps and you notice and say the words, I feel lonely, I feel fucking lonely, take the power back. That's all loneliness wants. It's actually saying, hey, I'm going to tap you on the shoulder. You've actually neglected to do this or you've dropped out of doing this or there was this thing that was really good for you and now you don't do it anymore. Tap, 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 tap. That's all that is. It's a nudge to take that you're ready for something else or you need deeper connection. And that was my thing. I really craved deep connection. And so I made a group (laughs) that centers around deep connection. I'm continuing to create those experiences that I want to access. So take the power back, take in some inspired action, step out of loneliness and into connection first with yourself, then with other people. Do the self intimacy piece first, even if you've been feel like you've been very much on your own for a long time or you spend a lot of time on your own. Still do that step. Don't just skip it because it increases your chances of moving into desperation. First, know thyself, 
befriend yourself, get self-intimate with everything that's inside of you and then step out into the world and express with other people. Yeah, yes. (sighs) That was a big outpouring. I want you to know that there's so much more for you on the other side of loneliness. Use it as your guide. Use it as your nudge from the universe that there are deeper connections for you. The keywords here are deeper quality connections. It's just your time. You've outgrown whatever is in your work life or your personal life and everything in between and you need something more. And that's cool. That's growth. You're going to find some incredible souls that are so ripe to meet you and that are feeling the exact same way as you. Pure magic. If I knew today recording this, how many more deep connections I would have made over the course of a year, I would have just been had the biggest smile on my face. All these connections that came through that I didn't even know were coming through creating Secret Society and signing up to a mastermind. How lucky am I? Well, I'm lucky, but I also took some inspired action and put myself out there. Put myself out there. I've been vulnerable. I've shared one-to-one. I've shared in groups. And it just, it keeps the momentum up. And I have not, I can safely say, apart from a dark night of the soul or two, maybe just one, I have not felt that protracted loneliness that I felt particularly in 2020. And that feels bloody amazing. And what I'm already picking up on now is that those connections are growing, they're deepening, and there are new doors to new connections that I don't even know exist yet. And I want to say the same thing to you. There are new doors to new connections out there that you don't even know exist yet. Like be prepared to be surprised. And when you feel surprised, you feel excited. And when you feel excited, you feel turned on. And when you feel turned on, you are reminded that you are alive and connected to life. And that is the complete opposite of loneliness. Yes. If you liked today's episode, please be sure to share on Instagram and tag me in it so that we can spread the love and have women feeling far less lonely. And if you don't ever want want to miss a whisper, then hit subscribe now.